Episode of Danger Close USA American. Sorry, Angry American Podcast Radio. And this is your host, Jeff Kaufman, bidding you a uh, wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What day is it today? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on. Today's, um, what day is it today? It's Friday! Friday! Finally! Oh. It's fucking Friday, America. Friday. It's the day we start dreaming about on Monday, get hopeful on Wednesday about, Thursday we feel like we've almost accomplished it, and then you wake up, and it's Friday. Happy fucking Friday. Wouldn't it be nice to win the lottery? Then every day would be Friday. Every, even Saturday would be Friday. Sunday would be Friday. I would love to win the lottery. Just give me $168 million. I will be happy. $168 million, That's all I need. And every day, every day will be Friday. I'll be like Dave Chappelle. I'm Rick James, bitch. Today is fucking Friday. No, it's Tuesday. No, it's fucking Friday for me. I don't know what day it is for you, but it's Friday for me. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? That would be fucking great. Wake up, every day would be Friday. I I don't really believe in the lottery. I think the lottery is a a joke. I mean, you got like a one in 500 trillion chance of winning. And you might be that lucky guy that, that... that wins the then you get the taxes and all that next thing you know you're right back where the fuck you started you got a 9 to 5 earned I used to have 728 million dollars and I lost it all I spent it all I mean I don't know I've watched a little bit of those uh, that one show that was about lottery winners it was like what happened to so and so who won the lottery and it's like holy shit you know I know it's not going to be good you know it, it sounds great it sounds awesome. Becoming a millionaire overnight. That's a dream come true for 90% of the world. But uh, in the end, it's like, fuck. Why, why do I, I don't want this money anymore. I don't know. I, I don't think I... I think I do okay. I really do. I'm, considering I never had money in the first place. I, why would $272 million change my life? I, I don't understand would have no effect on my life at all. <laughs> it wouldn't. 
I'd be like, oh, God damn it, honey, why'd you spend that money? Be careful with the bank account. Don't get an overdraft fee. I would buy my family a house. I would set up trust funds for my kids. And then I would move to an island somewhere. And every morning I would wake up, roll a big, fat, fucking juicy blunt, put on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, grab a fishing pole, and walk down to the beach and I would fish my ass off. I would be the most bronzed man in the fucking world. And I would smoke that blunt while I'm waist deep in the ocean, casting my pole for some elusive fish I know I'll never catch. And I don't care if I catch it. It wouldn't bother me one bit if I fished all day and didn't catch a damn thing. And then I would come home and get on Amazon and order cool stuff. That would be my life if I became a millionaire overnight. I I think I would do a lot of donating. I mean, honestly, I know of a homeless shelter I would donate to that's local. I know of... uh, a group faith organization in South Carolina I would definitely want to fund because it helped me at one point or another. Um, There's a lot I would do good with my money, but once I felt satisfied that I've done enough good, I would go about my life for the rest of my life pretty much just rolling blunts and going fishing. I'm I'm not a pothead. I really am not. I, I don't smoke marijuana anymore. But I think if I won the lottery and I didn't have to worry about bills and being a dad and, well, I'd always be dad, but, you know, just being the responsible party in my family like my wife and me are, I would uh, I would definitely uh, make a life-changing choice in my world. I would probably smoke blunts, drink really odd-named beers from foreign countries and fish my ass off. Doesn't sound like that bad of a dream. I mean, I, I, I'm not an advocate for marijuana, but I mean, I don't have a problem with marijuana. I think marijuana should be legalized. I think it should be taxed, the living bejesus out of, and fun things with that taxes. But like I said, I don't smoke marijuana anymore. I used to, and when I was younger, I smoked a lot of pot. I would wake up in the morning and literally, I don't know if it was because of me or because of the guys I worked with at the time. That's all I did all day long was smoke weed. I mean, it was just like, wake up, smoke weed, spend your whole fucking day smoking weed, go to bed. Right before you go to bed, you smoke weed. That was my life at one point before I had children. And uh, after my kids, I just that just all changed. It took a little while for it to set in. I'm not going to lie, but it took a little while for it to set in. And I finally was just like, dude, I'm, it's more trouble than it is good. Anyways, this is Danger Close USA, American Podcast Radio. Sorry, Angry American Podcast Radio. And your host, Jeff Kaufman. I'll be right back.
Adam Shifty Shift wears a size 9 something shirt. Have you, have you paid attention to the, our fucking dutard in chief? This guy, I swear, he's a perpetual teenager trapped in a 70-year-old body. I mean, his, his fucking followers think he's funny, but I'm like, I'm watching a 73-year-old man make a complete ass out of himself. You know, when Donald Trump finally meets his end, you know, when he's on his deathbed, if he gets a deathbed, whatever, when Donald Trump's dying, when his day comes, whatever it might be, however that might come, when his day comes, I, I, I really think he's going to go out of this world kicking and screaming and crying like a baby. I, I'm just being honest. I mean, just listening to him make up his little fantasy world bullshit, all the things he says, all the craziness that comes out of his mouth. It would not surprise me at all how he ends this world. Uh, just watching him at his rally the other night, little shifty shift, shifty. I mean, he just, he makes fun of people like he's, he's not even funny. It's like I said, it's like literally listening to a little kid kicking and screaming that mommy and daddy wouldn't give him a fucking cheeseburger or something. Not that he needs a cheeseburger. It's amazing. And people support it. Like, oh, it's just the greatest president ever. Have you ever listened to the fucking guy talk? Even when he's trying to be serious. Even when he's reading from a teleprompter something serious that he could never write himself. He still comes across like a complete, utter fucking moron. But when he's ad-libbing and making fun of people, he comes across like a little fucking cowardly moron. I don't know how... Okay, this is the honest to God truth. I don't know how else to describe this guy. I, I don't have the vocabulary to actually describe, describe Donald Trump. I don't, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have the vocabulary. He's not presidential. You can't, you can't use that word. Grotesque fits, but it's just, it might be too hard for some to understand if they're Trump supporters. Grotesque, what... Is that some kind of gardening term? I grow? Grotesque? Is, is that a plant? Um, so I just call him a fucking moron. I, I really, I don't, I don't know what else to call him. I, I, I just don't have the vocabulary. I've, I've tried a million different ways. I really have. But the more and more I listen to Donald Trump, the more and more I'm just totally convinced that he's just a fucking moron. Like, someone who never really got an education. He could claim all day that He's had an education. He, he, he can, I'm the most stable genius you'll ever meet. Type of bullshit that he throws out there is just beyond me that people believe any of it. He went to a luxurious school. He, would, he got a very good education. Mommy and daddy, or I should say daddy, paid for his education. And I think it was just to keep, them at, keep him out of their hair until he was done with puberty. I didn't raise Donald Trump. I just paid for someone else to do it. That, I think that's kind of what his dad was doing. Like, we knew he was a fucking moron all our lives. When he became uh, 12 years old, we shipped him out. Got rid of him for seven years. I just, I never had any respect for Donald Trump. I don't like the guy, and I don't trust him, and I think he's a criminal. I think he's done all these horrible things. I think he's done a lot more other things. There's a lot more. If Donald Trump was a book, it'd be fucking 800 fucking pages of just insanity. But I, I really, I don't have the vocabulary to describe the President of the United States. I, honorable? Nope. Does not apply. Um, tasteful? Nope. 
does not apply. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. It's just fucking moron. It's, that's all I, I'm sorry. That's all I can pull out of my ass. It's all I have. It's all I can do. It, 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 it fits him like a shoe. Whenever I say fucking moron, it fits him like a shoe. I, I, I can't. I, I don't know what else to use. You guys have any suggestions? Um, be happy to hear them. I really would. I'd be happy to hear any suggestion. You have a name for Donald Trump. If you have your own name for him, leave me a message. Uh, get in touch with me at uh, DangerClose underscore USA on Twitter. That's my only real social website for my craziness. <coughs> Oh, pass me, yes. I'm only doing 65, and we're going in a 65 zone, and you want to do 80. Congratulations. You're just going to cause yourself to get in a wreck because right over the top of this hill is a bad intersection where people are constantly in wrecks, and hopefully uh, you'll just uh, not be that guy that kills himself and the people in front of him. As you know, if you are a... uh, a fan of my show, which I think there's like five of you. Congratulations. You're five awesome people. Um, just, you know, I do this every other episode. Danger Close USA was designed by me, basically. Because right now we're, uh, we're in the midst of arguing with each other, Republicans and Democrats, left and right, whatever you are. And it's yes, it's a military term, but we're constantly dropping f bombs on each other, and so that's why I use that terminology, "danger close USA," because we're constantly dropping f bombs on one another. Plus, I'm a blue collar, hardworking American who loves his country, loves his military, loves his police, loves everybody. I love everybody. Um, I'm a Christian, but you won't ever hear me doing what a lot of Christians do, which is, you know, hating on one person. It just I just believe it's not my place to judge people. And I don't care if you have a God or don't have a God. I don't care if you're agnostic or, or atheist or uh, an anarchist or whatever. As long as you love this country, that's all I care about. I mean, an anarchist might not love this country, but it's not the point. I, I, I just... Um, I started the show because I was sick and tired of driving home from a job I had listening to Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and Rush Limbaugh's. And I say Limbaugh's. But every time I say Rush Limbaugh, I'm actually saying Limbaugh's because I, I, I can't stand Rush. He's, he's comedic at best. He's not really what I would consider a, a good man. Anyways, um, and that's why I started my show. And I do my show as I'm driving to and from work. And I have my phone in a little holster thing. So you're not, you know, I got both hands on the wheel, I promise. Everybody's safe. Um, and that's basically it. That's the rundown. That's my show. I do the show because um, I felt like the resistance, those on, those uh, that are Democrats that are resisting Donald Trump and, and uh, fighting against everything that he is, don't really have a voice. Um, yes, there's Mad Dow and, um, you know, all these other ones, but... Uh, you know, I'm, I, I would like to represent the blue-collar workers of this world, or this country anyways, who uh, are resisting Donald Trump. And I'm sure there's plenty of us. We're just 
far and in between and don't know one another very well. Um, and I don't try to appeal to the intellectual, although an intellectual might find me appealing. I don't know. I, I'm not a fancy talker. But I, I am pretty intelligent, I guess. I don't know. I had an IQ test done, and it was pretty high. It was pretty up, pretty far up there. But uh, my intelligence, I guess, is more based on other things. Problem solving of different means and whatnot. I don't know why I'm talking about all this. Anyways, that's, that's my show. I do my show to and from work, Monday through Friday, and then I'll try to do a Saturday and Sunday edition. I enjoy doing this. I don't get paid to do this. Nobody's funding me. George Soros doesn't know me. Um, the Clintons don't know me. <laughs> Nobody knows me. Except for roughly five people who listen to my show every day. According to my analytics, I'm, I've got anywhere between, I think, 200 and 1,200 listeners a day. Some days it's way high. Some days it's it's down in the 50s. On average, though, I'm, I'm running somewhere around, I think it's like 150 listeners a day. I'm saying on average. Like, every day I can almost count on 150 people who listen to my show. Other than that, though, I don't really have that many people that listen to my show. Um, one set of my analytics tells me exactly how many listeners I, I get on a daily basis. And the other set just shows me five. So I'll, I'll look at one of my uh, podcasts and it'll be like, wow, I've had five listeners. That's discouraging. And then I'll go to a, another analytics and it'll say, well, I was roughly played so many times on this many different outlets. And I think I'm on nine different outlets. Not ten. I, I said previously in another podcast I was on ten outlets, but I think it's a total of nine. So there you go. That's my show. I'm just a hard-working American. I, I've been busting my ass all my life. Literally been paying taxes since I was 11 years old. I think. Unless I was tax-exempt, but I was working, getting a paycheck at the age of 11. Um, I've been working literally since I was eight. But uh, that was just, you know, work. It wasn't something I was making money and getting a paycheck with. It was something I did in the neighborhoods we lived in. And, you know, my dad would take me to jobs and stuff to do piddly shit, like pull weeds or rake or whatever. And he'd always not pay me. So <laughs> he used to, like, give me a wheelbarrow and a push mower, and the push mower fit inside the wheelbarrow, and I would literally walk that wheelbarrow and push mower up and down the street knocking on doors. Can I mow your yard for five bucks? And I thought five bucks was a lot of money. And I would mow like two, three, four, five yards, whatever, sometimes six. And I would come home and give the money to my father. My dad would hand me like a dollar and some change and say, here you go. I, there's no resentment there. I, I, me and my father do not get along. I'm not going to lie about that. But uh, to be honest, uh, you know the old saying, the apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree. You know, I believe in that. But sometimes the apple falls, rolls downhill uh, falls in a creek, uh, goes down the road a little ways, and uh, ends up growing its own family tree. That's me, in a nutshell. Um, my family uh, basically doesn't talk to me. I don't talk to them. We've never settled our differences, and I don't think we ever will. It's kind of a poisonous culture. Um, it's been that way since before I was born. Uh, my father's family was that way. My, you know, My grandfather's family was that way. A lot of resentment, hate, and anger towards one another. It's poisonous. And it continued on and continued into my family I was born into. And I'm ending it. 
I'm ending it. It's going to end with me. When I pass, my children will not be like my parents raised us. Um, So that's that's that. Anyways, I only got another few seconds here, and I'm going to get to work. I hope you all have a great Friday. Of course, you know, stay tuned. Uh, I will do a Friday uh, evening on the way home episode like I always do or to and from work. So you get one in the morning when I'm heading in and you get one in the evening when I'm heading home. If I can. There's times I can't. Like the wife is with me. She hates my show. Actually, she's been on it a couple times. I love her. She's she's a great woman. Um, but she just... I don't want to be on your radio show. Anyways... This is Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio. And this is your host, Jeff Kaufman, bidding you a fantastic, fruitful Friday. Enjoy your Friday. You only get one a week. And if you have to work Saturday and Sunday, I'm sorry. Whatever day is your Friday, I hope you enjoy it. Take it easy out there. Be good to each other. And impeach that motherfucker.